With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to Edgework here on the Hammer Betting Network, a daily live NHL show Monday through Friday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Today is Monday, April 3rd. Uh, as I've teased over the last week or so, it's a it's it's a big week here. We're looking at the final couple games, couple weeks before the playoffs get rolling. We're looking at March Madness finals coming to a conclusion here tonight. The big game, the national championship, as well as Masters Week. So it's an exciting week all around, and we will be getting into uh, all of the NHL games here today, as well as previewing some of the playoff pictures and how important these games are here tonight. Only three games, but all of tons of importance. But uh, Alex, so money. How's this? Uh, how's this week stack up for you guys? You're looking at the the national championship game, March Madness, NBA playoffs coming up, NHL playoffs coming up. It's kind of like that final week of NHL games where it's like a regular schedule before we get to slowly dwindling down on the last week of games, and then all of a sudden you're pushing into the NHL playoffs there. But uh, so money. How's this week for you looking like? It's gonna be a very busy week. Um, I think that it's the last. Like you said, it's the last little push here before um, we get into things starting to dwindle down and then until you get to the summertime where there's like nothing happening. So, and <laughs> yeah. well, not not anything happening. It's so busy in the summer with like with like tennis and baseball, but um, it's not as labor intensive. Formula yeah, One, are you getting into Formula One at all? I haven't. I haven't. I, um, okay. I used to, when I was a kid, I used to watch, um, watch uh, Indy and Formula One. Jacques Villeneuve and Paul Tracy, but um, I, I but I haven't watched it in like in like years now. Okay. Yeah, and for me, I mean, it kind of the summer is kind of a dwindle down, you know, time for me a lot because I don't bet baseball. I'm a huge baseball fan, love my socks, but I don't bet the bet the sport. I take kind of take that time to regroup and get ready for for college or pro football in the summers. But uh, yeah, it's just, it was a busy weekend. I mean, there was I I bet on a little bit of everything, some NBA, some boxing. Uh, you know, so that, that's what's kind of fun about when things get into the spring and summer months. There's kind of other things that pop up that you can bet on as well. And uh, if you spend a little time to handicap. So like UFC will kind of come back in my view now as the summer moves on. But obviously the forefront uh, will certainly be the NHL, you know, getting ready for this playoff race. Right. And I see here Connor Hartle suggesting so many you got to get into NASCAR. You got to become a NASCAR <laughs> fan. So there you, you go. Know- Maybe that's your next venture. <laughs> You know, it's funny during, um, during COVID, I started betting NASCAR, right. And like, I was trying to like, like see, um, what I can do. Um, I, I, I forget his name. There were, there were two drivers that, that were always winning all the races. And like, I didn't know anything. I I, I would just bet them before the race to like win. Um, I forget their names now, but like, yeah, I would like one of my buddies, um, he, uh, he models NASCAR and I, I, and I, I would like message him that like, why did they just stop and start? Like, what, like, like, what's going on here? Like, <laughs> what, is, what does that flag mean? Like, the like the announcer just said that. Like, like, what does that mean, right? So, but but then I would always bet these two guys to 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 like finish, and then like, 
Um, if I go back onto the on, onto the results, I'll be able to find out who those who those two drivers were. Yeah, well, it's like a Formula One where you gotta understand. There's the the full stop, the restart. Uh, then you have the uh, the safety car come out, the slow laps, all that kind of stuff. It all of a sudden, it everything starts to uh, slow down uh, with the Formula One. And then you get a restart all of a sudden, and everyone's back on the grid. So there's all those things that that go on with Formula One that be, make it a little bit more in, interesting, a little bit more exciting. And I'm sure you could see uh, see that on Rob's Twitter as he was live tweeting, watching Formula One over the past weekend. Uh, and Rob here saying, Danny uh, Emlyn, buddy who models NASCAR, sounds like a real chap. Denny Hamlin was like, was, was oh, okay, uh, I, I know that name, and yeah. then there, there was him, and, and there was someone else. Well. I see there's a bunch of questions here about uh, the games uh, today. There are questions about playoff picture stuff. Uh, I rink rat report here asking about any bets on the OHL Cup tonight, the final tonight. Uh, I don't know if that's even allowed. So uh, probably I would assume. Oh, there are there's some like, there's some offshore books that have junior hockey for sure. So I mean, you can. This you can is find like that. minor hockey though, Alex. This is oh, OHL really? Cup is like. 15 year old kids i don't know if there's well, 14 yeah, year old kids it might be a little yeah it might be a little large but <laughs> yeah that might be difficult to find but i don't care what you're betting on i don't care if you're betting on the ohl formula one nascar uh golf if you're looking at that if you're looking at the ncaa finals tonight no matter what you're betting on the easiest way to improve as a sports better is using multiple sports books and always getting the best odds on whatever you're betting on so if you do find odds tonight on the ohl cup Check around and make sure you can find odds on uh, to see making making sure you're getting the best odds on betting on the OHL Cup. And in order to get the best odds on whatever you're betting on, we recommend here using an odds comparison tool like Betstamp. Betstamp compares odds across every sports book for games, futures, and player props. You can save money and time by checking Betstamp before you bet. Make sure to download the app today. That is on iOS, Android, or you could go to the website and sign up and use it on there. If you're looking to sign up for new sports books, if you're looking for accounts that you don't have yet, you see us pull up books on the screen here and you say, I don't have that one, but I'd like to get it. That is the best price in the market and I'm not there yet. I don't have that one yet. You can click the link that is pinned to the top of the chat here on today's stream. You can also click the link in the description or you can go over to your browser and type in betstamp.app slash edgework. That helps support the show every time you sign up for books using that link. So make sure to check that out. But Guys, three games on the schedule tonight. We'll go through these. We'll give our best bets. If anyone in the chat has any questions, please make sure to send them in there. We'll answer them as we go along. I do see questions there. If you have your own best bets, send them, and we can give opinions on those and see where we're at compared to what your thoughts are on the games tonight, of course. And uh, obviously, today's the show. We don't have any props experts here on the show. So uh, if you got your own props, send those in, and we can uh, we can discuss our thoughts on those props as well. Maybe we'll take them away and bet them ourselves and then uh, come back here tomorrow and thank you for giving us a prop bet that hits but getting into the games tonight all three of these games here have importance and the first one that we're looking at both of you guys have a play or a look in this one 
that is uh, of something of interest. And just to set the scene on this one here, Vegas on the road in Minnesota. Vegas right now is holding on to first in the Pacific. They're a point up on the LA Kings. They got a game in hand uh, in hand on them. Two points up on Edmonton right now. A game in hand on the Oilers. They're 7-2-1 and one coming into this one in their last 10. Now Minnesota, on the other hand, first in the Central. They are fourth uh, overall in uh in, in or fourth in the west at, at this point um looking over at the pacific division how you're looking at the three teams there stacking up ahead of minnesota points wise right now but minnesota is a point up on colorado a point up on dallas six two and two in their last 10 they did just lose to vegas in their last game that they played four to one uh, and in terms of playoff implications this one more so stacking up within their own divisions who will they face off with there are they going to drop out of first could a team below them surpass them so this one does hold a significant amount of importance for both teams not necessarily head-to-head but within their own divisions respectively and so money uh what would you be looking at here tonight if you were looking to bet on this one what kind of a Approach would you take between these two teams, especially understanding the significance here? Well, I thought that um, the Saturday game, it was kind of unlucky for that game not to go over. I think that both teams were um, were right there for, for that game to go over. Um, Cassidy, after the game, called called that performance one of the most complete games of the season um, for, for Vegas. Um, I was looking at the over. It is five and a half, but now the problem is that with with Minnesota, we are we are upgrading in goal with um, with uh, Gustafson going over over um, Flurry most likely tonight. Um, so that did get that did get adjusted down to the five and a half. Um, a flat five and a half is what I'd be aiming for. Um, I also like like the Wild in this game, but um, <clears throat> essentially this game opened um, closed day closed fifty fifty on um, Saturday. Now we're switching to. Minnesota's home ice so the adjustment is warranted I just don't think it's enough um, I want to see more from Vegas if they did play the most uh, most complete game of the season I want to I want to bet against them to at this point in the season to show me again um, Laurent Brossois, um he'll probably start I want him to show me again that he can do what he did on Saturday so um, I do look at the over and I do look at Minnesota. Basically, um, we know what these teams are at this point in the season. If you have an outlier performance, um, you need to show me again. And until until that happens, I'll keep betting against that. So um, I do like Minnesota. Um, I think mid mid one twenties is what I'm targeting. And for the over um, five and a half um, minus one sixteen looks like the best price there. Yeah, let's. Um, I'm I'm good with the over five and a half on on. With, with the minus 116. Okay, so we will lock in the over 5.5 minus 116 here, but so many you're talking about uh, looking for mid-120s. So for anybody who's listening back after the fact, where it's at right now, it is minus 128, so we're going to stay off of this one. That's best price available. You're looking out here at some of these books as well. It's climbing to minus 132, minus 135, minus 139, some of the ones we're seeing on screen. Uh, now, so many obviously you're saying, okay, you'd be looking to get to mid mid-120s if you're going to play Minnesota.
Minnesota. Um, I mean, obviously, this is hard to predict, hard to forecast what might happen. But do you think that during the course of the day, we could see this push back down that way and become a playable number for you throughout the course of the day today, especially for anybody else out there watching as they're going to sit there and wait? Or do you kind of see this being where it might settle around and then this will be something you'd stay off of from a Minnesota perspective, at least? Yeah, I think that um, I I don't anticipate this this coming down. Um, usually, when um, it seems like the market is not overreacting as much to Gustafson starting, I think everybody's picked up on what an elite goalie he is. So um, yeah. I I don't think that 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 we're gonna get there. Um, if if Flurry starts, um, then it's possible, but I don't see Flurry getting the start here. Yeah, and on that Gustafson note, I'm not going to lie, as a Leafs fan, I'm sitting here kind of praying that that turns into uh, a situation to somewhat negate what we hear about all the time here in Toronto. I saw a tweet about it yesterday, and that would be the the Andrew Raycroft-Tuka Rask trade, where it looked like in the moment it might be okay, and then just kind of very quickly turned around and went against us here in Toronto. But someone yesterday said this could be the new one, so fingers crossed here as a Leafs fan to just take that that heat away. Yeah, that trade actually happened in Vancouver. We were um we, we we were at the draft that year and then um we saw I forget who the Leafs GM was and he was like he he was like John walking Ferguson over to Oh what yeah, that that's right. He was like he he was like walking over to the other uh, GM's table and like me and my buddy were just saying, "Oh, look, there's there's something that's going to go down. These two guys are going <laughs> to walk over." And then they kind of went to the side and they were talking and then and a few minutes later uh Bettman comes up. We have a trade to announce. Little did you know it's going to change the trajectory of two franchises for for the next 20 plus years. So right. pain, yeah. pain on that end. But <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. First official bet locked in over five and a half minus 116 in the Vegas, Minnesota game. But Alex, this is about the perfect time of the year for you. You were looking at I'm seeing your Twitter account is just full of these tweets all day. And it's just because they're rolling in one after the other. And it is draw season in the NHL. This is where you'd be looking to tonight in this game between these two teams. That's one of the angles I'm looking at. And, and, you know, I was on Vegas on Saturday. And and the thing was, it's kind of the same thought process so many has with tonight's game. You know, the Wild had to prove to me that they could win another big game off of winning a big game uh, that huge win against Colorado that you know I just knew that okay at some point they're gonna come right back and, and lay an egg quickly they did exactly that uh play in Vegas but now they come back home rematch like I said with Brassois and that I think it could be uh another close tight game that at 4-1 score is a tad bit misleading it was it was fairly close for about 35-40 minutes of play in my opinion, I think with the Wild having a much better edge at home, they can keep this one close. I like the the draw here at plus 330. I would play that for a half unit, and I would play the other half unit on the first period over, which I know sounds crazy when you're talking about the Minnesota Wild, the second worst team as far as first period over the season, but they've actually been on a 7-3 and three run the last 10 games. Vegas has cashed to the first period over six straight times, and they've actually scored the first a goal in the first 10 minutes 11 of the last 13 games. There's been a goal in the in, uh, the first 10 minutes of a Vegas contest. So with those two stats adding up and you can lay a dollar 10 or a dollar 20, uh, definitely going to go over one and a half goals. So we got a half unit on both of those. So just for anybody out there, it was first 
the first bet we went half unit on the regulation time draw plus 330 uh, was best price for that we pulled in at so that's where we'll track do you would recommend shopping around seeing if there are other prices out there available maybe you can get a better one uh, on some other books that you may have and then the other one that we're going to go with is the first period over half unit on this as well over one and a half minus 110 so we'll lock both of those in but uh, guys I don't know if you're paying attention here to the chat uh, looks like we got Bobby Props sending in his favorite bet of, <laughs> favorite prop oh, okay. bet of the night. Joel Erickson Eck over two and a half shots on goal up to minus 160. So I'll pull this up on screen here for us to look at some of the best prices available. Uh, would either of you have any thoughts on this? I know n not necessarily your area that you focus on right now, but in terms of prop here for tonight, Joel Erickson Eck, or would maybe uh, fade Bobby Pizza tonight? Bobby Props, as he's calling himself. <laughs> no, I, that, that makes that makes a ton of sense to me. Uh, Erickson Eck, he's a streaky guy, but you know, like I said, one sixty. That that's a it's a tad steep, but I think you know two and a half shots. He can get that in one period, honestly, if he's in the zone. And, and like I said, you know when he tends to have a, a flat game, he'll turn back around. All of a sudden, he's got like six shots and a goal. So uh, I, I, I wouldn't sneeze at that. That's that's a decent. decent yeah, I've got no. I I have no thoughts on the game on the play itself because I don't know. But Bobby Props did give me um, Tyler Toffoli on Friday to go over yeah. two and a half. <laughs> And uh, and we hit that on the show, so um, I'll be I'll be I'll be on that again. Even though they did take away a shot from Toffoli, and that was my first experience with watching a shot total go backwards on the stats sheet. So, <laughs> and that was uh, that was a little bit infuriating to me because he had three <laughs> shots. <and then laughs> yeah. Next time I look, they they go down to two. So, uh, but then he scored, and then everything was okay. Yeah. Now you know what it's like living in the day of Todd, uh, as this is where he's at with like 10 shot props a night, having to see shots hit the net and they just don't count them or shots go on net and then they're taken away and stuff. So yep. uh, I can imagine how frustrating that must be for him having to battle with all the time. Yeah. But uh, yes, I, I was also on that to fully one. So uh, I didn't know that it was taken away until you sent the message so money. And then that was a little bit of a concerning thing for me. I was out and I was like, what do you mean this shot's taken away? Like, what are we doing now? Uh, but it was, yes, it does. Count. It was, it was, it was rattling. I've never had that before. Like, like I want a bet and then it just went backwards. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit frustrating, but all right, there you go. First game down. We got three best bets in that one, including a full unit on uh, the over in the game total, as well as half unit on regulation time draw and a half unit on the first period over. Don't worry, we will come back at the very end here, recap all the picks that were given out the prices that we took them at, the units that we played. So uh, if you're following along right now, if you watch it back, if you listen to it back, we will go through them at the very end of the show and just list off everything that we've gone through. But another game here tonight, I did see a bet that was locked in here in the chat earlier. There's another bet that was coming in here tonight uh, later on. And then uh, there's a commentary on tonight's game. But in terms of uh, importance of tonight's game, Nashville on the road taking on Dallas Nashville right now looks like they've dropped out of a playoff spot a little bit more uh, as it's gone by. Calgary also on a winning streak right now, so stacking up some points, getting themselves closer to a possibility of jumping in to a playoff spot. So if Nashville wants anything to do with this season's playoffs, maybe they'll go and hang another banner in their stands, another nothing banner up there to celebrate having uh, finally got into the final wild card of this year. But 
they're going to have to start stringing together some wins here. They are three points back of Calgary, who's out of the playoffs right now, five points back of Winnipeg, six points back of Seattle. They got seven games left in their season, and they've gone to four, five, and one in their last 10. Now, Dallas, in terms of them, this is more important, as we talked about, in terms of their positioning within the Central Division and where they may finish there. You're looking at them, same points as Colorado. They got one more game played. They're a point back of Minnesota. They have the same games played as Minnesota. So they're going to need points if they want to move themselves up in the standings. And uh, we do have a bunch of bets that are in the chat uh, right now for tonight's game. But Alex, I'll start with you because I know you have one and then we'll get into the ones in the chat. Where are you sitting tonight on this uh, on this Stars-Predators game? So I have one for sure. There's a second one depending on who's in goal for the Dallas Stars. But the one that I like regardless of would be uh, the first period over. Once again, getting a cheap price, laying $1.20 with a Dallas team that has cash and 13 of the last 16 uh, going over in the first period. And this Nashville team, yeah, you look at the standings, they are still mathematically you know, uh, alive in this race. But, man, the murderer's row of, of opponents they have with this game at Dallas tomorrow night, going coming home against Vegas. They play at Carolina, Winnipeg, and Calgary, who are trying to grab uh, the wild card spots. Then Minnesota and Colorado at the end, which may not mean anything if, if the Central's all settled up. But that's just a lot of quality playoff teams that you have to beat when you're looking at a national team that you know basically lost six of the last nine, and those only wins they've had come against you know a blowout against St. Louis Blues. Uh, I, I think Nashville's cooked. Uh, the, the chicken's ready. They just got to pour the, the the seasoning and the oil on top like they do at Nashville. Um, yeah, the, the Preds are pretty much done. And if it's Jake Odger in that instead of Scott Wedgwood, which it could be Wedgwood for one of these two games because, you know, back-to-back and, and Wedgwood has been cleared to play after a stint in the AHL. If it's Ottinger, I like the puck line here with Dallas, laying that one-and-a-half plus 125. But I don't know if I trust that enough with Wedgwood. Wedgwood's a, a serviceable goaltender, don't get me wrong, but the thing is with him coming out of this con- conditioning stint in the last few games, maybe you know, he needs to knock the rust off him a lot of the next couple of starts. I, I think Dallas should be able to win regardless of who starts in that, but I feel a little bit more comfortable playing that one-and-a-half if it's Ottinger starting. All right, so we'll hold off on that uh, puck line there in the Dallas game. It is sitting at plus 130 right now, but obviously you're going to be kind of sitting here waiting on some goalie confirmation to jump in and play it. Now, Alex, I will ask you here, it is at plus 130 now. If you get some goalie news, we might see some movement on the line of confirmation. Where would you be comfortable playing this to if you were to still look at the puck line? What would kind of be the price that you'd be willing to stop at or you'd want to stop at? Yeah, I mean, there's not much value in it, in my opinion, if you go any lower than 120, laying one and a half. So plus 120 to plus 140, that's the wheelhouse I I would be targeting in. And honestly, you'll probably end up seeing a higher price with that number if it's Wedgwood confirmed in that, because I think most people wouldn't feel that it would be a blowout game with him starting. Well, uh, I see questions here or some people sending their best bets in. So many, I'm going to throw to you here and your thoughts. Insight said, right when we got started, I like Nashville Predators money line plus 175 is today's best bet. So obviously a little contradictory to uh, where Alex was at. The price has changed a little bit. We're at plus 170 now. It dropped five cents on, on tonight's game, on tonight's uh, money line. But uh, what would you kind of say in terms of your analysis of Nashville and maybe why this would be something you would uh, veer away from if you were to say uh, go with Alex's side or maybe this is a price that you would be comfortable playing on Nashville? Well, first of all, I start this show at 7.30 a.m., right? And then you got Alex sitting here talking about good food making me hungry and shit right now. So um, <laughs> I know. It's, <laughs> so, so that's tough. But uh, um, 
I, I, I don't like anything to do with this Nashville team. I think that they're just uh, they're a trash team right now. You now you now you look at the price though, right? Um, what are we seeing? Plus one seventy five. Um, yeah, you 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 could make a case for that anytime. Anytime you see Soros is in goal, we saw what he could do in, even in that two nothing loss against Pittsburgh, where that game should have really gotten away from them, but uh, but uh, Soros kept him in the game. So you always have a chance with a goalie like Soros, especially at that number. Um, that said, um, Dallas is a team that I have trending up, um, very high on them in general. Um, they they generate a bunch, and you have um, a team with Nashville that just. Um, gives up everything right so um i'm I, I i would stay off this game right now there is a possibility either tonight or tomorrow that um sorrow sits so i think that we need to um we, we need to account for that if we do see lincoln in then um i'm all for the over here but um as of this point i've got i've got nothing in this game except i just like seeing nashville lose <laughs> fair enough okay uh so at least we're coming in on the same side on this one uh but i'm gonna ask you guys i think this is relevant to right now especially where we're at talking about nashville as a team that could maybe if they strung together some miracle wins here i mean alex talking about the schedule that they have coming up and how difficult it'll be for them but i mean you go dumb and dumber you're saying there's a chance there's a, there's a chance they could get in uh, but Jeff asking here, Jeff McBride asking, do you guys think Jets are going to blow their playoff spot? Now, it might not be Nashville to take that spot. We are looking at a Calgary team heating up in terms of wins. Where do you guys stand on Nash uh, on Winnipeg Excuse me, and their ability to hold on to that final wildcard spot in the West right now? I still do give the edge to Winnipeg because of their goaltending, right? Um, we have a... We have Hellebuck, who's got the pedigree to be able to kind of do enough for Winnipeg to 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 sneak in. The concern is that um, they they have a game against Calgary coming up. Obviously, I think that that's gonna go a, that's gonna look go a long way, and it's gonna if Winnipeg wins that game, then probably the rest of what I have to say right now will become moot. Um, Calgary, you look at Calgary's schedule right now. Um, let me just pull it up here. So besides that Winnipeg game, they're playing Chicago, Vancouver, Nashville, and San Jose, right? If they win that Winnipeg game, um, there's, there's no reason for them not to, not to get that last spot. So, um, the only thing that concerns me is that Winnipeg Calgary game. I think that's going to be, that's going to decide everything. And then beyond that, um, yeah, Winnipeg can can actually blow this based on based on Calgary's schedule. Yeah, Winnipeg has the inside track. I mean, you know, you're looking at they, you know, already at home, won the last two games, and now they're waiting for a Calgary team when they play Wednesday night. That'll be the second of the back to back for the Flames, and then after that contest, Winnipeg has Nashville, so they could pretty much, uh, you know, seal their own destiny right now. Get two get two wins in the next two games. Uh, that certainly should put away Nashville, and more than likely would, would keep Calgary a bit as well. Yeah, and as a and as a diehard, um, diehard Oilers fan that I've been all my life, um, <laughs> I I really don't want to see the Flames getting in either. No, 
Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Um, well, uh, the Nashville-Dallas conversation sparked some stuff up in the chat there. I'm seeing uh, uh, Dave Redling was talking about wild predators cracking, saying the predators are must-win. Well, Alex, uh, I've stolen this from you. I hope you're okay with it. But one yeah. of my favorite things that I heard you say on the show, I've taken it into a bunch of different things that I've done since then. Must-win does not mean will win. That is and very that's important to remember. That is, is t-shirt worthy. That would be the first t-shirt in the Hammer Betting Network store when you go to the site. It'll be must win does not equal will win. Uh, but Russ also bringing up a good point here too. Stars clinch with a win also. So in terms of importance of wins here tonight, like this is a, an important one for the Stars, a must win, if you will, for the Stars to clinch their playoff spot as much as it is a must win for Nashville to try to hang on to a playoff spot. Uh, but uh, yes, must win does not equal will win. That be that is one of my favorite things, Alex. So thank you for giving that to me. That is one of the best. Sure. I have no idea. I, 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 I lifted that from somebody too, so I have no idea who, okay. where I got that. From. Okay. <laughs> so it's I can't just take credit. We'll take yeah. Just take it, Alex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yours. That's yours. But uh, um, Stephen Demello here saying, and I'm interested to hear your thoughts before we move on to the final game, but. Uh, kind of making a joke of it, but nonetheless, still interesting. Nashville minus 1,000 at MGM not to make the playoffs. Oof. A banger, Fezzik style. I'm sure people know what oh, is no. going on there with the <laughs> NCAA tournament and some 16 seeds. Uh, but anyways, uh, minus 1,000 to not make the playoffs for the Nashville Predators. Where do you guys come in on playing prices like this for uh, for? I mean, not a one game is a is a different story. But you go into a one game situation, maybe you find the value. Value is value, and that's something worth playing. But looking at a situation where okay, you're gonna bet Nashville to miss the playoffs minus one thousand. Uh, is there anything there for you guys for this one, or is this just like stay the hell away from this? I, I know I know this sparked a, a real big debate and discussion over you know laying prices. I'm not a big fan of laying high prices. The and the only times I've ever done it were boxing matches involving Floyd Mayweather, or I knew some serious information to the <laughs> point of where it was borderline. I knew how this fight was going to end. Other than that, I, I, I definitely certainly haven't laid a, a minus a thousand on anything in the world of hockey. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so I'm going to try my best to uh, wade through some uh, choppy waters here. Um, <laughs> I have no problem laying the big prices. In the sense of, like, if you feel you have a uh, quantifiable edge, I think you should bet it. Mm. However, um, it's not for everybody, um, <clears throat> especially if, um, especially if, like, you've bought plays and um, that's, that's the play you're given, depending on the size of your bankroll that you're playing with, um, you need to be careful as an individual better, um, what you're betting relative to your bankroll. Yeah. So I will leave that time. Yes, I think that's that's good advice, a good way to go about that one. Um, Also, I think I had clarified here, but Daniel H, just in case, says was going to say just a playoff spot, not division for Dallas. Yes. Right, yeah. I don't think I said said division, but if I did, apologies. No, but they're on division watch. Don't think think they won't be looking up at the scoreboard, you know, every time there's a break because Minnesota's playing at the same time, so. Right, right. 
exactly. So this game does hold a lot of weight uh, for everyone involved as well as that first game. But final game of the night here that we'll get to. And again, if anybody has questions about these, please make sure to send them in the chat. And as we finish up, we will recap all the picks for tonight. But Arizona Coyotes on the road at Seattle to take on the Kraken. Arizona 3-5-2 and two in their last 10. And they started to wave the white flag after we saw them kind of have a little bit of a rise. And we said, oh, wait a minute, what are they doing? Now all of a sudden they're seeing Connor Bedard put up all these points in the uh, WHL playoffs. And they said, well, maybe this is worthwhile to drop out. As they're on a seven-game losing streak now, this team is 7-23-9 on the road. Seattle right now is holding on to the first wild card spot in the West. A point up on Winnipeg. Three points up on Calgary. 4-4-2 four, four, and two in their last 10. Uh, I know we don't necessarily have any uh, plays going into this one that we have, but we'll take a look at the board, break this one down. So, Money, what are your thoughts on tonight's game and uh, where we come in on prices? I mean, plus 266 on the Coyotes tonight. Yeah, so last week I was talking about how how I'm impressed with the Coyotes. They're a young team that's playing hard with a with a good structural coach, and then they they come out the next two games and lose five two and seven two so uh, so so that really made me look good um <laughs> this is a team right now that's just a just a mess they just give up a ton of chances um and 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 well the last two games i i would say because it wasn't like that before that and um i think what's what's changed the last week or so is that they've had a couple of very poor goaltending performances i think that um and in hindsight, you kind of look at where these guys were and the way they were playing. Um, they were well beyond their expectations. So it shouldn't come as a huge shock that they're kind of um, coming back down to 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 where they should be. Um, with the Seattle team, really tough to get a handle on them. I was on the Kings on Saturday, but I felt that that game was really close and Seattle really played that tight, which was a little bit surprising to me because I didn't know that Seattle had that kind of game in them. So this is a team right now that I'm kind of in watch mode, um, <clears throat> especially when a game like Saturday happens where, <clears throat> excuse me, even though I did win, um, <clears throat> that game did, didn't go the way that I thought it, it, it was going to. So um, that's a team that, that, <clears throat> that, that I'm just going to watch right now. Alex, anything for you in this one between Arizona and Seattle? Uh, if, I, if I were to look at something, even then, I don't like the price of it. It would be the first period puck line with Seattle. I think they can come out and, uh, you know, play with some some heart and some effort. And like I said, I know this is an Arizona team that had played really well, you know, uh, at home. But on the road, they've been a disaster. I think Kraken can jump out early and get a lead. And if you can find the plus price, which that's kind of hard, you have to shop around to grab uh, plus money with that. Uh, you know, laying that half a goal in the first period. But I think Seattle, you know, establish the tempo and, and pace early, come out of that first period with the lead. That's the only thing I would be looking at. All right. So nothing nothing for us here in this one. Yeah. Maybe if you're uh, looking around, you can just find some some opportunities to get the prices on best prices on player props. And again, if you are looking to bet on games, if you're looking to save money and save time, the best way to do so is by using the BetStamp app. You can find edges, find odds, discrepancies, find different markets and best prices available by using the best 
BetStamp app, whether it be for games, futures, or player props. You want to bet on the Masters this week. You want to bet on head-to-head matchups, future uh, to the tournament winner. You want to bet top five, top ten, whatever those finishes are. You can look on the BetStamp app and find the best prices available for the players that you want to bet on across all the different sports books. Pulling into there, you can track them on there as well. And BetStamp would be the best way to do so. You can download that now on the on iOS, Android, or use it on the web. And again, if you want to track all the picks that are given out here on the show, how we've done throughout the course of the season, make sure to head over to BetStamp. You can find us in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ. And last thing I'm going to say about this, if you want to sign up for new sports books and books that you don't have, make sure to head over to BetStamp.app slash Edgework and any books that you sign up for there helps us out here on the show helps support us so we'll recap all of these but i just want to say uh, uh there's a comment here shout out to alex's shirt go white oh, Sox. very nice go socks home opener today yeah, yeah, so yeah. split split uh, uh split the series with houston to start the year not too bad so open for uh, a yeah, good thing well if you are looking to bet on MLB, maybe you aren't too much of an MLB better and you're looking for insight there of how you could go about this, what you could be looking for, uh, different ways to play things, unique angles to attack, make sure to head over to Call to the Pen YouTube channel going live every day at noon Eastern time. John Legaza from The Athletic takes you through his best bets for the day breaks down what he likes why he likes it what prices he would play it to so make sure to head over to the cults of the pen youtube channel uh another live stream coming up here today where he'll dig into everything that's going on in the mlb today all the games and give out his best bets very similar to how we do here on the edge work show as well as on the board nba for uh for our mlb content on the cults of the pen youtube channel so head over there and check that out but to recap where we were at here today and the picks that we gave out, what we're playing, how much we're playing them for, and what prices we're playing them at. We'll take a quick look here at our bet stamp account. So we'll start this off. I'll read through these, starting with the Vegas-Minnesota game where we've got three best bets. So first and foremost, we are looking at the first period over 1.5 minus 110 for a half unit. That is the first period over 1.5 minus 110 for a half unit. Then we are going to go to the regulation time draw plus 330 for a half unit as well. This is still in the Vegas-Minnesota game. Regulation time draw plus 330, half unit. And finally, the over 5.5 minus 116 for a full unit. So over 5.5 minus 116, full unit in that one. Three plays between Vegas and Minnesota that we are taking there. Then going down to uh, our only other play of the night as we had none in the Arizona-Seattle game. We have a full unit on the over one and a half first period minus 120. So Nashville-Dallas over one and a half first period minus 120 for a full unit. So there are all the plays for today. And as you can see here, which you will be able to see if you head over to the BetStamp app and find us in the Find Better section, there's our Saturday. Give out four best bets on Saturday. And uh, hey, Profit is profit, guys. That's what we're looking for there. 1.2% ROI, up five bucks on the day on our four best bets for Friday. So I'd go two and two and uh, finish finish strong there in that one. But although so money, there you go. You got that's the one you're talking about. Seven two, the Coyotes lose to San Jose in that game. But it is what it is. It happens. That's what that's what the variance is here. So there's our best bets for today. Four best bets. Three in the Vegas Minnesota game. One in the Nashville Dallas game. But 
Thank you guys so much for tuning in here today. So money, Alex, appreciate you guys taking the time, the insight, the analysis as always. So money, I will see you back here on Thursday. Alex, I'll see you on Wednesday. Uh, for everyone else in the chat, hopefully you guys enjoyed today's show. If you did, so money, I hope you have that paper there with you. It's, uh, it's time. <laughs> if you're watching right now, if you enjoyed the content today, nice. make sure to smash the like button. Smash the like button here on this stream. Hit that subscribe button as well. Uh, make sure to support the show here for us. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Hit the like button. Hit that subscribe button. And uh, I will see you, Alex and So Money throughout the course of the rest of the week. But for everyone else, I will see you guys back here tomorrow morning, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. And to everyone out there, good luck on your bets tonight. Thank you.